I know who I am in Christ. I know he has given so much to me and he has assured me of many things. I'm a child of God in Christ. I have forgiveness from God and I am assured of his care. Being in Christ also gives me purpose for living. Matthew 5:16 identifies my purpose of being the light of the world. It says, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. I love light, especially sunlight. One of the first things I do in the morning is open up the blinds in my house. I want the light to shine in. But as I walk through my neighborhood each day, I've often noted that there are some houses that never have the blinds open. How do they live like that, I wonder? Because I love light. I love it shining through the windows and really love it when I get to sit on the beach and just let the sun shine down on me. Why would you want to sit under an umbrella when you can sit in the sunshine, I wonder? Because I love light. And let me just say, please don't send me an email about sun protection. I know it's important and I do use it. But I just love the sunlight. And if I can be in it, I'm going to be. As I have walked with the Lord, I found that I also really love His light. In fact, when I wake up in the morning, one of the first things I do is intention to open up the blinds of my mind and heart so that His light can shine in. But as I walk through my life each day, I've often come across people who never open up the blinds of their heart to His light, and they don't want to. How do they live like that, I often wonder, because I love to sit in the light of the Lord and just soak it up. The other night, I was a part of our outreach team visiting strip clubs to minister to the dancers there and share the light of the Lord with them. As we went from club to club, I said to one of our team members, I can't imagine spending weekend after weekend in this darkness. See, I just love the light, but some prefer the darkness just as God's word tells us in chapter John chapter 3. I'm sure that you're getting my point. There is the light of the sun and most of us enjoy that each day. And, and there is the light of the world, Jesus Christ. And actually, in some mysterious way that I don't believe we can really comprehend in our human state, I imagine they are one and the same. One day when we see him face to face, I believe we'll understand that even fully. But for now, let me just say, as you are a part of this memorization project, I'm sure you love and enjoy his light just like I do. See, once we have been rescued from darkness, we realize what a blessing it is to get to live in the light of Jesus Christ, the true light of the world. And the more we walk with him, we want to walk in his light more and more. In Proverbs uh, chapter 4, verse 18, it says, The path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. I, I want to walk on that path. Well, as we look at our passage this week, we see something pretty else that's pretty incredible about the light. Not only do we get to walk in the light, but when we are born again, the light actually is placed within us. This is a truth which I believe slowly dawns upon us as believers, no pun intended. But let's think about it. Our verse this week is found in the midst of Jesus' teaching in the Sermon on the Mount. We're memorizing verse 16 of Matthew 5, but if we back up to verse 14, we find Jesus tells us, you are the light of the world. In limited ways, I think I understand how Jesus, the Son of God, can be the light of the world. But me? You? Us? How can that be? How can we be the light of the world? Like I said, understanding of this truth dawns upon us slowly. I know I didn't understand this for a long while, even though the light was within me. 
Being the light of the world is part of our identity in Christ. As we've talked about before, when we are dead in sin, our spirit is dead because God will not dwell with sin. But when we receive Christ, because he takes our sin upon himself, we are made righteous in him and our spirit is born again. The spirit of God literally comes to life in us again through Christ. Now think about this. Who is Christ? One of his names is Light of the World. So let's make sure the blinds of our hearts and minds are open to this understanding. He is the light of the world, and now he lives in us. That means his great light doesn't just shine on us, but his light is literally within us. That is why Jesus tells us in Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. So we need to understand that we are the light of the world. But as we memorize our verse this week, it also reveals our purpose, which is connected to that part of our identity in Christ. We are to shine his light, just as Matthew 5.16 says. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. This past summer, as we spent time together at our Women's Vacation Bible School, the Lord revealed something to me based on these very verses in Matthew 5.14-16. He spoke this in my heart. The gospel is God putting the light in me through faith and love, and then empowering me to shine that light out of me. That's genuine Christianity. The light is in me, and the light shines out of me. See, without his light, I have nothing to shine. But since his light is within me, it must shine out of me. As he said, you are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Think about that. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. A city is a big thing. It's a multifarious thing. It's something too immense to be hidden. Who would even try to hide a whole city? Especially one set up high on a hill where everyone can naturally just see it. It will be very visible by the very substance of what it is and by the fact that it is raised up high to view. Jesus is making this point. Let's let it dawn on us. The true light of the world placed divinely within a believer is a big thing. It's a multifarious thing. It's too immense to be hidden. Who would even try to hide the light of the world, especially when God has divinely set it up high in our lives for all to see? Notice in our memorization verse, Jesus says, let. This is important to note. In God's wisdom, he continually gives us free will. Even though it's ludicrous to try to hide his divine light, we still have a choice. We must let his light shine. We must do nothing to hide it. Our purpose is to shine. Now, sometimes that's easier than others. When there's not a cloud in sight in our lives, things are going well, and the very scope of our day-to-day moments gives clear place for the light to shine brightly, it's easy to let the light shine, and it does. But what about the other times? What about the times when the darkness of sin seems good? And in our flesh, we would rather the light not shine. We would rather stay in the darkness of bitterness or the indulgence of some sin habit. And what about the times when the season or scope of our day-to-day moments is full of dark clouds, sometimes very stormy clouds? It takes a lot more effort to let the light shine then. But oh, when we do, it's even more beautiful. Like the breaking through of the sun on a cloudy day, or the rays of the sun shining through after a storm. 
Isn't that when glorious rainbows appear? If we can just grasp this idea of let. See, think about this. Literally, the sun is always shining, even if all we see are clouds and storms. Even in the night, the sun is still shining. We may not see it, but the sun still beams. I know there have been times when I have sat on the beach and clouds have rolled in and I just get frustrated because I want to be in the light. And in my heart I say, God, can't you just let the sun shine through those clouds? It makes me think that as Jesus speaks here, he's saying to this, this to me about my life. Sharon, can't you just let the light shine through those clouds? See, his light is there. His light is shining, whether there are clouds or not in my life. And his desire for us is to shine his light, but he will let us choose to let it. Notice Jesus tells us where to shine the light. He says, let your light shine before men. You know, I think one of the men that's supposed to see the light first is ourselves. That's why I said to you earlier, I have to open up the blinds of my mind and my heart that can get caught up in all the other stuff going on around me every day to make sure that his light is shining before me. But people are supposed to see our light too. I like the word before here. You know, the light can shine on our backsides or right in our faces. The light of Christ within us is just supposed to shine before men so that they can see it right in their faces, right in our faces too, right? Not everyone will like it. And there's sometimes we won't want to see that light, but we've got to open up those blinds. Sometimes people will complain and sometimes people will try to close the blinds of their own hearts and minds. Some will try to shield their eyes, but none of that changes our purpose. We are to let our light shine before men. But notice this too. He says, Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works. I like this phrase, in such a way. Your way of shining the light might be different than the way I shine the light. True light beams out with many multifaceted rays. You know, in your unique personality and God's story, what is the such a way that the light can shine out of you? As most statements of Jesus are, His words to us here are so rich and so full of directive. See, he goes on to say that they may see your good works. God is good. So whatever is truly his light is going to be rich with his goodness. That goodness is defining to our such a way that we shine the light. As we let the divine light within us shine out of us, it will display God's goodness because it is really all about glorifying him. See, notice how Jesus finishes his statement. He says, let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. The light is his. He put it within us. He gives us the choice to let it shine or not. But make no mistake, without his power, it never would shine. In fact, there would be no light without him because he is the light. We're just the lamp and his light is within us. When our light shines, it's not about us. It's about Him. It is His light shining out of us and showing the world the goodness of God. There is so much that could be shared about His amazing light within us. For instance, I wish we had time to really think about what light does when it shines. That alone could give us much to ponder. And what about the change that light produces? And what about how life requires light? So much to consider. 
And I encourage you to do just that this week as you memorize. Consider all this and more about this great purpose you and I have been given to shine the divine light of heaven on the earth. And as you do, to also really seek God about the such a way that he would have you open the blinds of your light and shine the light for his glory. So who are you? And what are you doing here? You are the light of the world, and you are here to shine that light for all to see. How is that for a life of purpose?